Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Land Grant Holy Land's I-70 football show where we discuss the entire Big Ten from Rutgers to Ohio State. You can catch us every Monday breaking down the major games, storylines, and previewing the next week's slate. If you love the Big Ten, pack a bag, jump in the car, and enjoy the ride. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Jordan, and I'm here with my co-host, Dante. What's up, guys? What's up, Jordan? What's up? What's up? How you doing today? I'm a little tired, not going to lie, but had a good day yesterday. You know, nice little football Listen, day. I, I understand. I was on vacation, so I definitely can't complain. Um, nice, nice. But I got to watch a little bit more football than I expected to watch, which is always a good thing. Um, I got to I got to sit and watch a couple of games while we were kind of chilling before, and in in and out of plans, that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm not as like unprepared for the show as I thought I was going to be. I thought I was going to miss a lot, but I didn't, which is good. Yeah, um, like I did and, last week. Um, see, um, I need to get more like you, be more prepared. Yeah, but like you were, you were like out doing stuff, so it's a little bit different. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, it was rough. It was a rough weekend. It was fun, but a rough weekend. Glad you had fun on yours, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Appreciate it. Um, This was... I feel like everyone says this and we do say this, but like at the same time, it never fails Mm -hmm. that when we think it's not going to be a good game or or, or a good bunch of games or whatever, it's always the best. Um, And I wouldn't say like, I mean, maybe nationwide, it wasn't the best. There was definitely already been some like crazy weekends and stuff like that. But still there was some, uh, some good things. I'm sure at this point, by the time everyone knows, Iowa has been upset, which... Yep. Um, that which, was unexpected. Which we, I'm not going to lie to you. I did not see that coming. 
Yeah, that's the thing. That's what's interesting about it is like, I wanted to ask you, and we can go ahead and get started right into it. Okay. You remember we were talking, we were talking about that game and you, you, you said in passing, I don't even know if you realized you said it or if you meant it. Cause I don't think you said it with your chest. Okay. I think you said something along the lines of, are we sure that I was going to beat Purdue? And I laughed at you and you were like, yeah, but Purdue's been pretty good this year. And I was like, yeah, but still. And you were right. I mean, I don't yeah. know if you meant it. I don't know I, if you really thought it was going to happen, but like. I'm going to tell you right now, I definitely did not mean it. Because like, well, <laughs> so it's like, because like, I, it was like, I was like, are we sure? Because you kept, you kept bringing it up about their offense. Like you, that was one thing you would not stop bringing up is that their offense wasn't potent enough. It wasn't explosive enough. And I was like, Shoot, man! If, if they run into a trap game, can they beat Purdue? And, I, and then I was like, Nah, they should be able to win that game. Like I even was like, Their defense should be able to keep them in that game. You would think maybe, so. Maybe I was a prophet and didn't know. I, don't know. I, I I mean, listen, it was one of those things where like it, it like it slipped, and, and yeah. you didn't fully trust it, but I you didn't. were right. I didn't. You something right. something so in like, me, something in me knew, and I, I just didn't trust my gut. Always trust your yeah. gut feeling, guys. Always do it. And well, yeah, for sure. And the thing about it is, like, I knew they were gonna lose mm. eventually. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was Purdue. I literally said I thought, like, kind of like what you were saying. I thought they had enough to just be like, it's fine. We're gonna yeah, get for, through it against yeah against them. Like, I thought they, I, just, I thought they'd come into this week, coming into next week, uh, still ranked number two. Well, honestly, my thing wasn't even just Purdue. I thought they had enough to go twelve and zero, and then mm-hmm. and then get blown out by Ohio State because mm-hmm. I wasn't very high on the West. You know what I mean? Like I thought they were gonna be able to do enough because there was no one whose offense was really showing me anything, and I was like, yeah, whatever, like. They're going to go through it. They're not going to really struggle. It's not because they're that good. It's just because that's, rest, that's just the what's out the there. The wasn't that good. And, like, in that game, like, Purdue played a really, really good game, especially on offense. Like, they 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 really beat up on that defense. They picked them apart like how you were saying Penn State was doing. We were talking about this earlier, but um, – yeah, Penn, you were right about Penn State picking them apart, and Purdue kind of just followed in their footsteps. No, for sure. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, like, come on now. Um, zone is zone. Mm-hmm. So it's there's a benefit to playing zone. There's a reason that you do it. But ultimately, zone is still zone defense. So if you are good um, and if you can be patient on offense – you can exploit zone coverage because ultimately like like everything there are holes in every coverage right yeah. like there are holes in zone is to you know save some people if you don't have the players or if you're really disciplined and you can force quarterbacks into mistakes and all of that other kind of stuff and that's great but a good smart quarterback a quarterback who plays within himself a quarterback who's not going to force the issue can play well against zone. And I think that's what we saw. Um, yeah, he, he played I, really well against that zone. 
Yeah, I didn't know that Purdue had that quarterback. I'm yeah, I, so um in their first few games they were putting up points. It wasn't against anybody, but they put up points even in their like losses. I don't think they got beat too badly. So I was like, I don't know. There might be a chance that if Iowa's defense is on the field way too long and doesn't really get a turnover, which they didn't, you were right about that. It wouldn't last. It wouldn't last the full season. So which they did. And that was my thing. Like, it's just impossible. <laughs> like, it wasn't like a, me being down on Iowa or anything. And that's why I tried to say, like, listen, I'm not talking trash. I want you to understand right. that. Their defense is really good. It is just physically impossible mm-hmm. to have three-plus turnovers every single game, to score on defense True. multiple games, True. to to always be – and that's the other thing. Like, even if you get turnovers, like – it was crazy because it felt like all of their turnovers were in short fields. Like what happened to like the turnover where it's like you intercept the ball on your 10 and you still got to drive 90 yards. Like why were all of their, why were all of their turnovers on like the plus 15? Like even that is unreliable because even if you get the turnover, eventually you're going to get the turnover where your offense is going to have to drive the length of the field. The field yeah. And, it and was that's just- what, that was, and I think uh, – so, wait, if I remember correctly, I think they did get one turnover but wasn't able to do anything with it, which that was a thing you kept bring, bringing up about Iowa's offense. And it you you it finally came to fruition. Like, you like, eventually it's going to catch up with Iowa, and it did. And Purdue and played an astounding game. I mean, they just – what did they put up on them? 24. 24. 24 to 7 or 3, something like that, right? Yeah, it was 24-7. Twenty four yeah, that was a that was a crazy game. So I'm looking at I'm looking it up now. Unless they forced a fumble. Is there a fumble? There's no they had no interceptions. No interceptions and no fumbles. Also um, they didn't have a turnover. Yeah, no. Nope. Yeah, uh yeah. hold on. Let me make sure I'm looking at this right. Oh no, okay. There was a fumble. Okay, I thought it was one turnover. I just didn't didn't know how they got it. Yeah, ESPN stats are weird. Like, it 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 didn't. It wasn't for some reason. It wasn't showing me that Iowa recovered a fumble. Mm-hmm. It was showing me that Iowa didn't fumble. So I had to go to Purdue to see that they uh, did fumble and they lost it. Okay. It was it's just weird. weird. You know, like that's weird. That's weird. ESPN, well, ESPN, which is not going to be my pit stop, but could be a pit stop. ESPN mm-hmm. does not do stats well, especially mm-hmm. defensive stats. Like, it's, I don't know if you've ever noticed that. Like, have you ever like tried to like find stats on ESPN? And no. you're like, these are not like. And maybe it's not an ESPN thing. Maybe it's an everyone thing. Like, offensive stats are always on point because that's what people care about. Yeah. But it's really hard to get, like, defensive stats. Like, they really don't be putting a whole lot of information out there. So, yeah, they did have they did have a fumble. They recovered a fumble. Okay. And they obviously didn't do anything with it. With and, that's, and that's the thing. It's like – and honestly, like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, it was getting hard for me – to believe that it was going to catch up with Iowa because it lasted so long. I mean, that was yeah. seven games in. Yeah. Like seven games in, you're starting to think like, okay, maybe maybe conventional football wisdom just doesn't work. Like just maybe work. they're just going to figure it out. And, I mean, six out of seven games is still good. Yeah, But no, it's not amazing. even – it's just – They it's might just even like turn it back doing, up the next week, their next game. They might be able to get two turnovers out of nowhere. 
And they might. And then they might end up being 11 and 1, which is still a very good season. Like, I don't think anyone in Iowa or Iowa City or anyone who happens to be a fan of Iowa is going to be mad at an 11 and 1 season. Yeah. Hopefully they keep it that way. Yeah. But the thing is, there there's a um there's a precedent like how to beat them has been put out there now the issue i have with saying that because people say this all the time like people say that, oh did they tell you how to beat patrick mahomes maybe they did but can you do it no yeah you have to you be can't. able to do it <laughs> like you, you gotta can't still be able it. to do it yeah exactly so it's like i think there is like the precedent was always there because it, their offense wasn't good but if you couldn't not turn over the ball, it didn't matter what you did or didn't do. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. There are some teams, well, maybe there's only one team. No, there's two. There are two teams at least that could beat them. Will I they will, beat them? Doubt it. Yeah. In in the West or Yes. They could Ooh, lose to they could, so they have Wisconsin, Northwestern, Minnesota, Illinois, and Nebraska. They could lose to, to Minnesota or Nebraska. Yeah. Not that I trust them to, but as far as offenses go, if they have a good day, which they have had some good days. I mean, Minnesota just put up 30. You yeah. put up 30 against Iowa, you're going to win because they can't put up 30. So it's like, I'm, I don't think that I would predict them to lose this these games, yeah, but they be, could. Yeah, because it, it, honestly, they're not going to slip up on Wisconsin. Wisconsin can't score either. So No, and that's coming off a of bye week after their first loss. Yeah, they're going to be fine. I, I would say they that might blow Wisconsin get, out, actually. I, I was going to say that, and I was just like, ah. No, there, well, no okay. I, still, I still believe it. There's still a chance that, like, they might okay, accidentally but, put up 30-something points just because Wisconsin might be that bad. But hear me out. Wisconsin's defense good. What if was like? What if it's like this Army-Wisconsin game that just happened where it was 20-14? to 14? And I didn't I, watch that game, but it was probably ugly. Wisconsin could win that game. I don't know because, like, I think who, – who's playing uh, – because Martinez is not hurt, right? Or is he out for the season? Adrian, I know he got – because it wasn't that's Wisconsin's uh, quarterback, right? No, Adrian Martinez is a uh, Nebraska's. Yeah, Nebraska's okay. Wisconsin um, is Graham Mertz. Yeah, he he. The Garbage. few Wisconsin games I've seen, he he'll turn the ball over. Yep. So, but that's the that's thing, what I'm saying. Like, like, they might be able to put up 30 points because their defense might find a way to score again. They might rev up in, in and this I, game. I can see why you. I can see why you see that, and I'm still picking Iowa to win. But Wisconsin does have a good defense. You're right. And Iowa has a bad offense. It's literally the battle of whose defense is better and whose offense is worse. It's like, worse. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. this, this could literally be like a like – a, what's an ugly score? Seven? This could be like a 13-6 game. Like 13. Yeah. yeah, this could be like a 13-6 game. I bet you 15 like, going to be somehow, somehow in that. It's going to be like 15-6. Oh, six. God. Yeah, so – that's we'll 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 um preview that game when we get there. But right. let's we talked a lot about Iowa, which makes sense because they were the number two team that team, lost. Yeah. Let's give some let's give some shine to Purdue. I think a lot of times in in sports and stuff like that, we focus so much on the loser. We don't we don't give no credit to the winner. Yeah, like, um, yeah, it, they won that game. They yeah. they bullied up on Iowa. The there was game. no. F- 
There was no fluke. There was no none of that. They bullied them. And so Purdue is four and two. Are they? Where's their where are their two lot? One, two, three, four, five, six. They won. One lost. One. Oh, they lost to Minnesota. So, yeah. Purdue's Purdue is four and two. Yeah. So this is interesting because um just how like rankings and stuff work. Um, Minnesota could win the Big Ten West, but so could Purdue. Mm. Like it's not guaranteed that Iowa wins. Iowa I mean, if they to, win out, Iowa has to win this Wisconsin game, and I think they definitely yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. So right now, let me pull it up just so I'm accurate. Right now, the Big Ten West standings. So it's still Iowa is right. still number one. Because they only have one conference loss, right. but it's they're three and one because they played four conference games. Minnesota is two and one. Purdue is two and one. So all th- since they're going to play each other, all three of these teams, it's in mm-hmm. play for them to win. Yeah, whoever wins between Purdue and Min- oh wait no, Purdue and Minnesota already won- played right. Yep, and Minnesota won. So, so they have that won. tiebreaker. So Minnesota's probably going to win it. I, I give it to Minnesota to win be over Purdue. If anyone's right. going to win. Take Minnesota, all, all Minnesota has to do is beat Iowa. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying they will, but they have a good enough quarterback who could replicate what Purdue did. Yeah. they, they Because he's win. had... He's had good games where he was efficient and he didn't throw the ball away. Like the the Bowling Green loss was weird because he's never played that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's going to be interesting. But we're we're still talking about Iowa. Let's get back to Purdue. So Purdue is four and two. They're two and one in the Big Ten. Um, they have a chance to win the Big Ten West, which by itself is compliments to them. Right, like mm-hmm. even if you don't, but if you finish second and third, that's like major for them. Especially Purdue is when, typically. Again, we were already surprised on them when they started the the season with three and zero. Yeah, <laughs> we were already surprised about that. So, like they're typically bottom feeders, um, and they have two really good players. They have David Bell, who's a really good wide receiver, yep. and they have George Karloftis, who's a really good. Um, He's a really good pass rusher. Like, he's – I'm trying to think of who he reminds me of. I'm not trying to do the he's white, so let me compare him to a white guy kind of thing. <laughs> but honestly, but honestly, he does kind of remind me of, like, the Watt brothers, mainly because, like, like the difference between the Watt brothers and the Bosa brothers is, like, the Watt – in my opinion, at least, the Watt brothers aren't af- as athletic – but they okay. win off of like motor, off of constant drive, off of drive like and technique, technique have, that yeah, kind they of have stuff. Really good technique, yeah. Whereas like the Bosa brothers, who are also white defensive ends, they're like top of the line athletes. Like you know, like they're up there. When you look at athletes, like they're up there with like Miles Garrett and them, maybe a little bit behind. But like no one's gonna say that JJ Watt is the greatest athlete in the world. But he put it like you know what I mean. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Honestly, he does kind of remind me of the Watt brothers. I'm not saying he's that good, um, but he has a chance. I see what you mean. So, um, I mean, they have a chance. Like, they have a chance to be really good. They're already 4-2, and which means they should be guaranteed a bowl game. 
Oh yeah, but like if they keep it up, if they keep this up, they should be fine. And so let's see who they have left on their schedule. I mean, I'm sure we. It's pretty much we all know the teams because they're gonna play the Big Ten West. Um, They have Wisconsin. Let's just we haven't done this for Purdue because we haven't talked about Purdue and maybe we should have talked about them a little bit more. Let's go down their schedule realistically. So they're four and two. Their next game against is against Wisconsin. That's 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 a tough one. I I I really don't know. Um, coming off a, a very emotional win, there's a chance they lose to Wisconsin. Um, they could take that adrenaline and blow Wisconsin out. So I'm not sure. I'm yeah, really I don't not know sure either. about that one. That one's hard. I think I'm gonna go win just because I think Wisconsin's really bad this year. Okay. Okay. And I think Wisconsin may be looking ahead to the Iowa game. That's their rival. Ooh. Which is the week after. Oh, uh, okay. I can see what you mean. So they run into which, a trap game, even though this could be a trap game for Purdue, honestly. Right. So it could be a trap game for either. But also, Wisconsin does have a really good defense, but I think Iowa's is better. And if, if Purdue could do that against Iowa, not that they're an offensive juggernaut, they could realistically – do it against Purdue against Easily. Wisconsin, right? Easily, really. Okay, like, that so let's say be, so. That should be uh, be able to be redone again. I would I, think so. I, I mean, I, I could see it. Be, I could literally see it being the same exact score, like a twenty-four yeah. to seven. Yeah, like that. Could, that could be it. Um, okay, let's say it's a win. So they're five and two, mm-hmm. Nebraska. Nebraska be in them games. They do. Nebraska That's be hard. in them games. That's it's hard. hard. We're, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Nebraska because they disappointed this week. I'm watching this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that was I thought he had a pick. Um, yeah, that's ooh, that's tough. That is tough. I think they might lose that one. Okay, so they lose that one. They're mm-hmm. five and they're five and three, Michigan State. I think Michigan State wins that as well because I don't think Michigan State's going to do the same thing they just did this week and struggle. I don't okay. think that's going to happen. I think so, they're going to come out and be like, "Ooh, we need to." Yeah. Yep. Although this could be a trap game because this is. Sandwiched in between Michigan and Ohio State. Yep. yep. So it's gonna be we're gonna be on the radar for it. But it depends because wait, the Michigan the Michigan game is before the Purdue game. Yeah. It's, okay. So Michigan Michigan State schedule goes Michigan, Purdue, Ohio State. Okay. So yeah. Um, depending on what happens in that Michigan game. Dep- it is gonna let me. I'm, I'm gonna have an answer for that Purdue game. Yeah. If Michigan, yep. if Michigan State wins, they might lose to Purdue. If Michigan State loses, they blow out Purdue. Not blow out, but they'll definitely win. That's fair. Yeah. So let's see. We had them. That's four and two, five and two. We're at five and four. Ohio yeah. State. That's a loss. Yeah. Five and five. Yeah. Then they finish with Northwestern and Indiana. You think they win both of those? Yeah, I think so. I think they that's can. That's seven. That's seven, seven and five. five. That's a bowl game, isn't it? 
That's a really good. We bro, I had them at two and ten. You had them at one and eleven. One and eleven, yeah. <laughs> seven and seven and five is a really good season for them. Mm-hmm. And and it could be eight and four if they get that Nebraska win. Yeah, I they mean, like to, to win that game if Nebraska because Nebraska this at this point has been finding ways to lose games in a way. So yeah, yeah, if they find a way to win that game, yeah. So they have six. They have six games left. They should they 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 have six games left. Two of them they should lose. Mm-hmm. Four of them they could easily win. Yeah, it, 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 I, really I see them going three and three though. In that, in yeah, that, I think that's. That I think that's the that's the more likely option. I don't think yeah. it's, I think it's going to be hard for them to beat both Wisconsin and Nebraska in back to back weeks after beating Iowa. But I do think I be I see them beating Northwestern and Indiana to win the season seven and five. A, that's a good season. So you brought them up. So let's transition. Let's just move right on over to. Uh, well, I guess before I say that, do you have anything else to say about this game? Anything to say about Iowa Purdue? Uh, uh, any thoughts? No, it was just really. It was a really impressive game by Purdue. Really, really disappointing game from Iowa. And the reason why it's disappointing because it was kind of predictable. It's like you, you, yeah. you kept saying it was gonna come for the past few weeks. So it was, it was just really disappointing to see it happen. Like you, as soon as you get the number two, and Iowa, and the coach from Iowa said it too. They were like, "We shouldn't even be here." And then you immediately, <laughs> I mean, immediately show that you yeah. shouldn't be there. Like it was just, it was kind of just sad in a way. No, it really was, especially because it's like, come and on, you're, bro. And you're like, at home. You're, it's just, oof. Like, find an offense. It's not that hard. It's it's, it's genuinely not that hard. And they it's could, so frustrating they because they're they're wasting such a good defense. Like, I get it. Georgia's better. Their defense is better. Bigger, stronger, four or five stars, whatever, whatever, whatever. You can say whatever you want to. Georgia found an offense. No, their offense is not Ohio State. It's not Oklahoma. It's not Alabama. It's not one of the best offenses in the country. But it's it's upper it's upper middle. It's, like it's I good. bet you, it's still good. I bet it's still you, really good. Yeah, yeah. Like I bet you, if you looked at the statistics, it would be somewhere between like twenty five and fifty. Like it's definitely top half, and it's actually probably better than I think it is because they've had it's some probably like, better. Really I think it games. is a lot better than that. It might be fifteen around there, fifteen and up. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Offense is hard because you have like those three teams who are like stupid and then you have like everyone else in the middle. Where it's, like, and, 30 and then there's sometimes you see a team who's like offense is really good, but their record stinks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so you're like, oh, I didn't even know they were that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, either way, like all all Iowa had to do was have like a top 50 offense. Top nothing, four. nothing spectacular. Just put on, drive the ball down we're the not, field and score. We're not telling you to be Ohio State. We're just telling you you shouldn't need the ball on the on the plus twenty five to score. Yeah, like you should be able to drive the ball down the field. Even if you're putting up a field goal, you should still be able to drive the ball like, down the like, field. And that's the exact problem. They they can't get big plays, just like big chunk they plays. Nothing like that. If their defense doesn't hand them the ball on the opponent's side of the field, they do nothing. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a rough night. It's gonna be a rough so, night. It's um that's that was definitely disappointing. Um so you mentioned it. Let let's just go ahead and jump over to this to this next game. Minnesota beat Nebraska. Um 
this game was disappointing for me because I try not to be prisoner of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I also try not to agree with too many national media people. And I probably should have known it was an issue when that I was agreeing with them too. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people were seeing positives in Nebraska. I right? was too. Um, I like, was too. Yeah. Yeah. They lost fine, whatever. But like they had a tough slate and it was games that everyone expected them to lose anyway. But and they, they came and they came really up really really good. close to winning those games. Like you, they it, they could have easily they could have beat Michigan. Yeah, like, like literally, like they, like they should have. It was it was literally a great defensive play. I mean, yeah. they played the number three team in the country, lost by seven. They played the number what Michigan State's number nine right now, the number nine team in the country, mm-hmm. lost by three. In mm-hmm. overtime, played Northwestern. In between that, blew them out fifty-six to seven. Yeah. Then they played the number six team in the country currently in Michigan, lost by three, and they really should have won. It was just a spectacular play by the Michigan defender. He just came up. He forced a fumble when they were cl- when they were either already in field goal range or getting really close to it. Michigan wins. So it's like, okay. There are positives there. You're not getting blown out. You're you're being tough in the games you're not supposed to. We would have predicted you to lose those games anyway, but like you're still on track for six and six, seven and five. It's cool. All you have to do is beat the teams you're supposed to beat. You make a bowl game. If you beat the teams you're supposed to beat and you keep playing to- close games with um the really good teams because they actually did get a tough schedule, that looks even better. So now we're talking like, all right, did Scott Frost do enough to keep his job? Like, is he going to get another year? Like, I, there are some pot. This team's not quitting. All of this kind of stuff. And then they lose it, to Minnesota. Remember, yeah, they lose to Minnesota. Now, I told you, I was like, those three close, heartbreaking losses, it could either it could either be a motivation or it could be really heartbreaking and you kind of just slack off to finish off your season. And you come up and lose again by seven to Minnesota. That's a that's a lot to hold. That's a lot to have on your shoulders. Like we just keep losing games by, by by nothing. We're not getting blown out. We just losing games. Yeah, I I, I agree a hundred percent. But the thing that's kind of made this one a little bit surprising is unlike Rutgers, where the games were back to back to back, they mm-hmm. had a game in between. And really, you should like really like if that's the case, they should have lost to Northwestern. But no, after two crushing losses. They blow blow out Northwestern 56 to seven. That looks positive. That makes it seem like you can bounce back from these tough losses. And I know three makes it hard. And maybe the Michigan one was just tougher than we thought, but it's just like, you can't lose this game. Yeah. And I think that Michigan, that Michigan loss really was, that might've been the straw. That might've just been the straw. Especially because now it's, it's almost impossible for them to make a bowl game. This is their game. This is their remaining games. Let me pull it up. I'm looking at it on ESPN, but I want to say them in the correct order. So I'm going to pull up what we created. Their remaining games. So they have a bye week coming up. It's their second bye. They need it. Yeah. (laughs) They definitely need it. It's their first of two byes because they've already played eight games because they played in week zero. Oh man! So they also Damn, and they, they just only, now getting they by. They should have been had one if they they played. Yeah, zero. they played. They played eight straight. They needed one after that. Uh, they probably needed one after that Michigan loss. This should have been Honestly, a bye week. 
Honestly, and I I actually wrote that in my article, not about this, but just in general, how like the Big Ten scheduling was really, really bad this year with how they took bye weeks and stuff. Like, you don't know that you're going to have all these teams in the top 10, I understand. But Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State are three of your biggest brands, and they're typically three of your most entertaining and three of your best programs. Right. Why are they all on a bye week at the same exact time? Oh yeah, no. Something about that doesn't. Yeah, it's just bad. It's just bad scheduling. It's bad, like, and then because because it's like you you need one of them to bring in an audience to watch your games, yeah. and then you add in the Nebraska one. You made them play eight straight games without a buy. What? So yeah, no. The Big Ten scheduling was was really messed up. So they have a bye week, and then they play Purdue and Ohio State. Those are two mm-hmm. tough games. They yeah. have another bye week. Then they finish with Wisconsin and Iowa. They have one of the it just just they have one of the hardest schedules. They've had yeah, one of the hardest schedules for real. They play Ohio State in the crossover, and they had to play. They play Michigan and Ohio. Wait, how many crossover games did we get in the Big Ten? They play Michigan State, Michigan. And Ohio State in the crossover. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, because it's, 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 it's a nine game Big Ten schedule. So there's three crossover games. Yeah. yeah. So they get they get three of the top four or five. Maybe we didn't know that in the beginning because we didn't know Michigan State was going to be like that. So yeah, that makes their schedule true. even harder. Mm-hmm. But then they also play Oklahoma. Yeah. They've had a really rough go at it. Just yeah. and, and just to still be in games. Like they still be in these games. So that's why I think like there's a chance they lose out because just because of how heartbreaking it is. Hopefully that doesn't yeah. happen. Hopefully like they keep they keep their confidence because like they are they are they're a good team apparently. They just can't finish it out. Yeah, but that brings us back to a Scott Frost getting fired. Oh. Should he get fired? Even if he doesn't get fired, should he get fired? Uh, because I think because the thing is maybe. Because maybe they just need someone to put them over at home. Maybe, maybe one, if they if if this happens like again next season, then definitely let's just let it go. Because then they need somebody to just take them over to home. But because like he's keeping them in games, but he's not winning games. But here's the here's the other thing with that though. He's been there four years. Yeah. Either this is either this either this is his fourth year or this is his fifth, but okay. I believe this is his fourth. Never made a bowl game. Ooh, he's never uh. been six and six. Hey, well, hey, look, look, look. Never made a bowl game, and, and, and that is bad. But what's the name? Um, Jim Harbaugh hasn't won one. Yeah, but like Jim Harbaugh's nine and three. Jim Harbaugh's been ten and two. Yeah, like, but losing his bowl games, like when it counts most, it's still losing, still a loser. Like that's you're not wrong, but at the end of the day, right or wrong, Nebraska feels like they should be Michigan right now. Yeah, like Nebraska. That's that's just how I would look at it for real, for real. Like I know it's not it's not completely the same, but I kind of bring that up. I'm like, hey, look, I get it, but like at least when if I do make a bowl, we probably gonna win that game, unlike somebody we know. But like you can't can you say that? Like I don't yeah, know. Nah, I just feel yeah, like now so I can't say this with full confidence because I'm an Ohio State fan, but like 
and we typically play really well. But like, if I wasn't an Ohio State fan or I had to choose, I would rather be ten and two, nine and three, eleven and one, and lose to some stupid SEC school or something that doesn't yeah. matter, yeah. but be good in the Big Ten than be five and seven, four yeah. and eight. Yeah, yeah, I get that. That makes perfect sense. Maybe I honestly, they might let them go. They just might let them go because it's they need somebody to take them over the hump, and they probably will do it. They probably gonna hire the wrong person. <laughs> um, well, the other thing is like that's that's the interesting thing about this because there's so many ways you could look at this. You could look at it positive and be like he's keeping them in games, yeah. but you could look at it negatively and say he's losing close games. He should win. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, he's had the opportunities and he hasn't capitalized on them. Yeah. And, like, and, the, and big ups to Minnesota to, like, his, what's his name? Has what's his name come back yet? Um, the running back? Yeah. No, he's done for the year. Done for the year. And they, they're they doing pretty well. And their second string running back got injured. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh man. And Minnesota's, what, what's their record right now? They're four and two. Four and two, because we haven't updated this at all. No. <laughs> I need to do that, but no, yeah. I have not. I believe, yeah, they're four and two. Four and two? And, and they should they should be five and one if they didn't lose the freaking bowling green. But they also didn't lose the bowling green, like yeah. But also props to them for bouncing back from losing to bowling green. Mm-hmm. That could have been that could have been a disaster right there. That could have been the start the uh, start to an end. But yeah, they, maybe they, yeah. they kept up. So I, I, I don't like good on them. I don't like, know. I, I, we didn't talk about them enough in this because we've been really just more on, down on Nebraska. But like Minnesota, Minnesota won that game where it's like they it would have made perfect sense if they didn't. Yeah, and a lot of people predicted them not to. Because yeah. we were so high on Nebraska for being so close to all these other teams. Right. Um, ultimately, Minnesota has the better coach. I don't know if they have the better roster, but they have the better coach. And that's the thing. Like, oh, yeah. Scott yeah. Frost gets out coached a lot. Yeah. And that's, and so, that's really kind of what, it, besides that Michigan game, that's that's kind of how it's come down to. It's just been, been a better coached game than Nebraska's yeah. team. And that's the thing. The West is just too, like, up and down. And that would be, like, honestly, if I, like, this is going to be an inflammatory statement, and I don't care. Every team in the West, except the ones who just hired coaches, should consider firing their coach. Every single team. And you want to know why I say that? Okay. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. There is no, in the West... There is no Penn State, Iowa. I'm sorry. There's no Penn State, Michigan, or typically before the coach ruined the program and then retired, Michigan State. And what I mean by that is there is no team that you can count on every single year to be eight and four, nine and three. Ten and two. Well, every uh, no, second for a second there, we were kind of thinking Wisconsin and Indiana. And maybe even Indiana's on Indiana's on the east. Oh, so so there's Wisconsin, but Wisconsin is most closely related to Ohio State, and the fact that they typically win their side of the division. Yeah, it's really just Wisconsin and Iowa. But there's but 
But it's not even Iowa. Iowa's not normally. Iowa fluctuates too much. Yeah. The Northwestern fluctuates too much. Minnesota's just typically not good. Purdue's typically not good. Illinois is typically not good. Like, why in the West is there not a team who can go eight and four, nine and three every single year? Every coach in the West, every school in the West, in my opinion, should consider firing their coach. Hmm. Including Wisconsin, because why can't Wisconsin? Why can't well? That's why I said except for the coaches, except for the ones who just hired coaches, right? Right. Which would be Illinois. Maybe it's only Illinois. Minnesota is the only one. Oh, Illinois and Minnesota shouldn't consider firing their coach. Minnesota's coach is new. Mm -hmm. He he had them at an eleven win season, had a rough pandemic year, and it's really it's real likely that they could win eight games this year. So maybe Minnesota will be that team. Maybe yeah. Minnesota is going to be that team Hopefully. that's going to be consistently between seven and ten wins. But there's no re- like I like Pat Fitzgerald, good guy. Why is he never? Why is he? Why is he so inconsistent? How can yeah. you win the Big Ten one year and then be absolute dog shit? I just I just had to say it. I, I, like dog crap didn't sound right. How can you be absolutely dog shit the next year? Iowa, as much as we talk about Iowa, Iowa has never been to the Big Ten championship game since it was created. Oh. Oh, see, I did not know that. We have a really positive view on Iowa, but they've never won the Big Ten West since it was created. Oh, I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you when. I think maybe the last time they won, if they won, was when it was like Legends and Leaders Division. And like it would have had to been like 2009, 2010, something like that. Um Actually, this is bad podcasting, but let me just <laughs> let me just pull it up. Let me just pull it up. So this is the championship game. So I know for a fact they've never been like like literally they've never been to the championship game. Mm. So let me just see list of conference champions by year. When's the last time Iowa's name has come up? Hmm. Dante, mm-hmm. guess. Um, nineteen eighty something. It's not that bad. Oh, okay. Two thousand and something. Two thousand four. Mm. Mm, almost twenty years. They won in two thousand two. They won in two thousand four. And then haven't had really done anything since. And they won in nineteen ninety. So Oof. they've won twice in our entire lifetime. Yeah. If you go back to 1990, they've won three times. Kirk Ferentz, that's a fireable offense for me. I don't care that you like him. I don't care that he's a good guy. I don't care that he's been there forever. That's a fireable yeah. offense for me. Yeah, this Every weird. team, Wisconsin, why can't they beat Ohio State? Why can't they get close to Ohio State? Like, why is every game against Ohio State a blowout? Maybe they're happy with where they're at, and that's fine. Although this year is put, really putting questions to that. So maybe I'll put Wisconsin in that pile of, you know, with the other two of don't fire. But, like, we're starting to see some cracks in the foundation yeah. because they tried to switch up. They tried to get a quarterback. Couldn't do it. Their, their running back recruiting has dropped. Their offensive line recruiting has gone up, but they can't develop them. How are you better on offensive line when your offensive line had three stars? Now you have four and five stars and you suck? Yeah, I don't understand. I 
I understand it. I understand it may be an inflammatory statement. Every team in the Big Ten West needs to consider firing their coach. Mm. Except for Illinois and Minnesota. Yeah. Wow. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and there should be a few teams in the uh, East that need to think about well, it yeah. as well. But most of the, uh, most of the teams in the East have new coaches. Yeah, like Indiana's coach is relatively new. They're not going to consider firing him unless he has a couple of years like this. Ohio State's coach is only in three years. Rutgers' coach is only in year two. Michigan State's coach is only in year two. Michigan oh. should have fired Harbaugh. <laughs> Who am I missing? Who am I missing? I have five teams. There's two more. Um, um, Maryland and Penn State. Oh, Maryland's, Maryland's coach is in year three. And James Franklin's been good to Penn State. So, really, all of them have either have fired a coach recently. Yeah, Most of them sure. have coaches who are who and, are and, 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 then, and doing well in like one or two years later. So, mm, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just a West. Maybe it is time. Like the West is too comfortable. It's yeah. too comfortable. Too I comfortable. get that your coach is an alumnus. I get that your coach has been there for twenty years. He's mediocre. Fire him. Yeah, it's time to go. Might be time to start. start it's fresh. time to be up through. Ain't wrong with that. It's time to be up through. Fire all of them. It's just like even even Pat Fitzgerald. He's a nice guy. He is. But I'm sorry. You can't go not. You can't go ten and two, win the division, and then win two games the next year. Yeah, can't have it. It can't happen. Get up yeah. through. Get up, yeah. because what? Like, why do you need four years to develop your players? True. Why can you? Because by only that time they're gone. Seniors? They're gone. Like, <laughs> like, like, literally. Why can you only win with seniors? Nope. Yeah, you got fire them. Yeah, all of them. You got to do something different. That's and, where I'm at. Yeah. So we, just, we haven't even gotten to the third game. <laughs> no, we haven't. We have, it. but it's cool. We're not, we're not going to spend too much on the preview. I like it's funny. Like when we um, like when we created the show, we were trying to figure out like the split of like review and preview and like what we were going to talk more on. Yeah, and we just naturally fell in talking more about the review, and I think that's fine, yeah. especially because the show drops on Monday. Like makes sense. Yeah, that so, makes more sense anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it fits. So let's let's talk about the last game, Michigan State. Wins, barely, barely twenty to fifteen against Indiana. Yeah, that was um, that was a great defensive showing from from Indiana. Really, yeah, it it, it was. Um, And it's funny because I we we were tweeting about it. I kept saying like Indiana is going to have a good game, and they're going to scare someone. For some reason, it just didn't click that that someone could be Michigan State. Like, maybe it's because I'm an Ohio State fan. I just felt like they were going to play their best game of the season against Ohio State and make us sweat, forgetting that, like, Michigan they still State might. was they, there. They still just might. Too. They still might. It's That's mm-hmm. still a possibility. I, I almost wish they would have beat Michigan State because then that means we would have blew them out. <laughs> if, they beat, if they beat Michigan State, it's like, yep, get them out of there. They're happy. Yeah, they're happy yeah, again. They're happy nah. <laughs> It's like they're gonna be overconfident and fuck up. Yeah, they were they were dancing in the locker room. That's (laughs) fifty. Now now it's a close game. It's like now they're gonna be angry. Fuck. Yeah, they're gonna be mad because they should have won that game. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's gonna be. No, I couldn't believe it because like we kept saying like Michigan State had one of the 
better offenses in the Big Ten, and Indiana got yeah, shut yeah, down. Okay. <laughs> All right. So sure. you're, you, you're, you're running back is leading the nation in rushing. And not is a high more. <laughs> like, not that's, today. That's cute. Yeah. That's cute. You're like, I'm oh, going to say to pass the ball too? No, y'all can't do me. Mm, we going to keep you, y'all low. You thought you had a good quarterback. Ha. Mm. <laughs> I, I laugh. I laugh at you thinking you have a good quarterback. Um. So I think like – I really, I really hate saying this, but I because it's such a like sports term. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think they did it. Like I think there's a blueprint to stopping Kenneth Walker. Like they did something really unique, and the and the fact that their ends, their ends, essentially played contain. Yeah, kind of like. Kind of like how they do a lot of his runs were breaking to the. I said that. Remember, I said that he breaks to the outside a lot, and if you don't, if you can stop that. And they played, which I've, I mean, I'm not a football historian, but I don't remember seeing that happen a lot with running backs. Typically, defenses play that with, like, quarterbacks. Like, obviously, when Lamar Jackson was in college, you play contain, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But their defensive ends played contain, and they just made them, they just funneled them to the linebackers. Yeah, because a lot of his runs, a lot of his, especially his big runs, were not up the middle. They were always, like, a, uh, a jump cut to the outside. Yeah, so, and they were it like, worked. We're not gonna let that happen. We're not gonna give you none of that. You gonna have to really beat us like a running back, and he couldn't yeah. do it. His, for, he, he I mean, couldn't. he could, but he couldn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he can in other games, but he couldn't in this one. Mm-hmm. His st- twenty three carries for eighty four yards, three point seven yards per carry. Guess what that's his not, longest? That's runner. not too bad. It, 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 it's still that's respectable. That's a respectable game, but. I, but not when you're the best player to what he was doing before. It, it, right, like that's it's respectable, but it's not going to beat anybody. Yeah, it be it, it did like, enough. It did enough. They found a way to win the game. They did just enough. But right, I, I we were Guess watching the game. His, and I was like, I I don't know. This might this might ruin your uh your dream. <laughs> like yeah, it was it was it was too close. Hey, yeah. Guess what his longest run of the day was? Well, like eight yards. Uh, it was a little bit better. It was 13. 13? Okay. I was going to say 15. That was going to be my first guess. But but here's the thing. You say they found a way to win. They really didn't. They pulled an <laughs> Iowa. They pulled an yeah. Iowa. They won on a pick six. Yeah. Their offense got outscored. They won on that's, a pick that's, six. Which again, had, that's still, which no, no, no. I'm, you, you, you look, see, when I say they found a way to win, you look at only offense. I look at as the whole team. We found a well, way to win. You're right. I was looking at offense specifically because we were talking about their offense. Mm-hmm. But like as a team, yes, they found a way to win. Yeah, they did enough. They Thankfully. did just enough. <laughs> Thankfully, because like if Michigan, if Michigan loses and I don't get my if I don't get my undefeated Michigan versus Michigan State, I can accept that. Cause I should never have trusted Michigan. Yeah. Michigan State losing would have hurt a little bit. <laughs> It would hurt, especially if Michigan then won. Especially like if Michigan kept the end of the deal. Like what if like Michigan, especially like like Michigan blows like wins in a blow and goes, "Damn, Michigan State, what happened?" Like, like, bro, I would like I would have cried. (laughs) Not really, but like I'd I'd have dropped a little thug tear. Um, (laughs) Just kind of sick. Like, wow, really? Yeah. But it's just like it, like Indiana played a great game, and they just mm-hmm. brought like and and the, the most stark thing about it, 
right? Like we understand this doesn't happen often, but this is coming right after, right after quarterback throws for 300 yards, wide receiver goes for over 200, running back goes over 200. 200. Those they, same, they just listen, to all, listen to all the stats. I already yeah. gave you Kenneth Walker's. Their quarterback, 14 of 26, 126 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Interceptions, yeah, oof. The, the, the wide receiver, four catches, 22 yards. Mm. Mm. No touchdowns. Yeah, that's, that was just... I think a, they, uh, that, that, they, they, they shut them down. They shut them down on offense, for real, for real. They scored and, one offensive touchdown. Yeah, and it was it was because that was right after I said that was right after I was like this um it's looking rough because they had just scored but they were only up like a point so I was like this is looking really rough. Mm-hmm. And it was a rough win. It was a rough win. They got to come back out next week and really put up some points. Yeah, I mean like. It, it's not like Indiana had a great game. Michigan State's defense looked really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they forced two interceptions as well. Um, but also, like, Indiana was playing with their backup quarterback. Not to say that Michael Penix Jr. has been good this year, but, like, yeah. he's been he's been very bad, and the team didn't put in the backup, which, which tells you about the backup. It's just – and still, and still, that <laughs> – they were able to put up. They able to put up fifteen. Like they, it was a close. It's it was a closer, a really, a really close game. And it was lost on the backup throwing a pick six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm not taking too many positives for Indiana because their offense oh, was no. terrible. Like their offense went twenty eight for fifty two on passing, one hundred and eighty eight yards and two interceptions. That was <sighs> miserable. As a team, because, like, no one had a good game as a running back. As a team, they were 36 for 134 yards and one touchdown, which was a 3.7 yards per carry average as a team in rushing. They just weren't good. But they they were better. But their offense was better than Michigan State's. Yeah, it was was a really grit and grime game. And a game like that, I would have thought there would have been snow out there. It, It Honestly, right? <laughs> like, like, it was it was clear as day out there. So I was, at least man. at least rain, something. Yeah. yeah, something, something. That was they had a snow game with no snow. That's really <laughs> crazy. Yeah, no, that's wild. Um, so let me ask you a question because there's not much to talk about this game. I don't know if you've seen this. Well, you've obviously seen the first part. You you've seen that LSU uh, fired Coach O, right? Uh, what I read was it was a mutual agreement to end when uh, the part ways at the end of the season. That's what I saw. So you've seen LSU <laughs> fire Coach O, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like damn, you and your girl broke up. No, it was mutual, bro. We just we just wasn't happy. We just we just wasn't happy. It was mutual. Like we we still friends. We we still friends. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're at home listening to Drake. <laughs> like, <you're> not, okay. <laughs> not at home. I'm outside her window listening to Drake. <laughs> like you seen the, have you seen those videos? I don't know if you'd be on TikTok, but you see the video of the dude where it's like something happens that like reminds you like a girl and he calls you. He's like, hold on, let me talk. 
Let me talk. I was just... He's like, you left one of your hair ties in the house. And I just I just didn't know how to give it to you. If you haven't seen one, I'm going to, like, if you haven't I, seen it. I have I'm not, send, but that's hilarious. Okay. I'm going to send you one. And then for the listeners, I'm going to post one on my page so you can find it. So you get what I'm talking about. It's hilarious. Either way, they fired him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> they yeah. Fired him. Yeah. I did see so, that. That was, I did, that was crazy. So I woke up from a nap and got on Twitter and saw it. And I was like, I was like, dang, they just fired a coach that fast. So I was like, I swear <laughs> I was only asleep for an hour. Like, yeah. So the reason why I bring this up is it's it's not it's not heavy, but mm-hmm. there's a little bit of there's a little bit of noise that Mel Tucker could be in the running for that job. Um, <clears throat> supposedly, supposedly, like he's not like you know one of the top options because like I guess this AD. So this AD it hired Chris Peterson at Washington, which was a really big hire, and then he's the he's the AD that Lord Jimbo from Florida State and gave him that 10-year contract or whatever it was. Mm. Mm. So supposedly he tries to get really, really big names. Right. So people are thinking that, like, he may try to get Jimbo again because LSU is a better job than Texas A&M uh, or that he may try to get Lane Kiffin or, like, something like that. But I can see Lane if, Kiffin. If both of them say no, which they mm. might, Mel Tucker is there. And so... <clears throat> You think you it's kind it? of, yeah. <laughs> like, hold on. Y'all should have seen his face. <laughs> hold on. Listen. You asked me that dumb question for <laughs> The last, listen to this. The last three coaches to coach at LSU have won a national championship. You're not wrong. Only two of them were good coaches. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Only one of them was good coach. <laughs> that was Nick Saban. Ah oh, damn! <laughs> damn! What? You don't Les think Miles? Les, you don't think Les Miles was a good coach? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Wait a Do minute! Do you? <laughs> Wait, no. When did Les Miles leave? Five years ago. So Man, that like, dude only uh, had five years and he already gone. That's crazy. <laughs> and Coach O's not a good coach either. No. And he, supposedly he, he's not a good person either. I can believe that. Do you see his Let, face? Let's... Do you he oh look like he I'm just saying he definitely looks like an angry person. Yeah. So I just want to go through this really, really quickly because it's just like interesting. Supposedly the fame got to him, right? Supposedly, oh, like right oh, after the national oh. championship. Right after the national championship, he divorces his wife of 23 years. Love it. Love to like, hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> listen, listen. And he's there's pictures of him releasing of him in bed with women, him at the pool. He supposedly, like, again, you, you don't know how true all of this is. Supposedly I believe all of bringing, it. <laughs> listen, supposedly he's bringing his girlfriends to practice. Their kids are running around the practice field. Dude is like, Listen. Oh this one no, is no, no! I need, I need a, I need Joe Burrow to come no. out and say something. No, no, it wouldn't be Joe. Hold on, this one, these players. Yeah. this it. one is. Some of them are quoted in the story that I read, just uh, anonymous. This is absolutely true. He pulls up to a gas station, talks to a girl, and it's like, what well, he says something corny, like, "Oh, she's in workout gear." He's like, "I see you work out. We can work out together." <laughs> Listen, hold on, hold on. That's not the worst part or the best part. She says, I'm pregnant and married. 
He responds, what does that matter? <laughs> oh, oh my wait, wait, God. Wait, 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 wait. Here's the best part. There's more? How yes. can this get any worse? <laughs> she was the wife of a high-ranking LSU official. She was essentially the wife of one of his bosses, dog. Like, I don't know if it was an athletic director or if it was a president or board. It was somebody high ranking who clearly knew who he was. She, 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 She clearly tells her husband it gets all the way up to the board of directors. Oh my goodness. Because what did she say any no? Because no, that's on her. That's 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 kind of messed up on her part because he obviously had no clue who she was because he don't care. He's misogynistic. So he doesn't care who she is. But she should have easily get it like been like, you know I'm one of your I'm I'm one of the wives of your bosses. And then that would have been great because then his response would have been like what that got to do with me? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, like I so, needed more. You need to make that story worse. <laughs> so, like, since just a whole bunch of stuff. Like, he's like tripping out on Booster. Just a whole bunch of crazy shit. Like, the fame's getting oh. to him. Supposedly, where like he's like literally where like players. Some of the players who are anonymously like quoted. He was like, before the national championship, we never had to worry about what he was doing because he was either at home with his wife. Or he was like game planning. It's like now he's not game planning. We're trying to figure out if he's at the pool with women. <laughs> like what is coach? Like, like what is coach doing on a Sunday? <laughs> so, so, so this is a long way of saying. I need that anyone. The, yes, yes. <laughs> this is a long way of saying anyone can win at LSU. So mm-hmm. yes, Mel, Mel Tucker is taking the LSU job. Yeah, I would take it. Yeah, you're right. That's how um, that's outrageous. That is an outrageous <laughs> story. I need it, bro. I need the documentary. Yeah, that. Oh my god, bro. That is so funny. It's just like, and and not to mention the race, like the race stuff. Dude goes on Fox and says, "I love Donald Trump," and a majority black state with a majority black football team yep. right when all the riots and stuff are happening. <laughs> and then and broke, then he broke, won't, broke black football players too and, right and and then and then when they're rioting and doing all these protests and stuff, they ask him to come and he sends his staff. He doesn't come. I got to the point this. to the to the point where they had to have a meeting with him and the, with the president. I remember that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So oh, <laughs> So so back to the Big Ten. Yes, yeah. Mel Tucker would take this job. Yeah. I think he would be good at the job. Also, like as a black man, and like some people may not like may not like to hear this. Every once in a while, like because of all the things that go on in life, sometimes you have to use the fact that like people will diversity hire you to get ahead and like if LSU was going to f- hire their first black coach ever right are you yeah. going to say no yeah t- take it and then not only that like, you might win a uh, you might win a, a whole a whole championship he's going to i think i think any like if you can't win a champion like if if Les Miles wins a championship and you can't you just need to stop coaching Honestly, like, I don't know about Mel Tucker. I think if he gets a really good coach, they win a championship in two or three years. I think Mel Tucker can win one in three to five. Okay. I can see that. But if nothing else, he's a stabilizing force 
Um, he's from the South, SEC, all of that kind of stuff. He's had uh, he hasn't been out there long, but he's had two quick rebuilds. They still have a, you know one of the fifth best, like the fifth best roster in all of college football. So he doesn't have to do the whole transfer thing that he did at Michigan State. Sure. Like he would be good there. So just something to be on the lookout for as Big Ten people. Mel Tucker may be leaving and we may have a Michigan State job open. So with that, we're going to take a quick break for our ads. When we come back, we're going to preview the next week, which is still limited because teams are still on buys. Uh, Getting to our ranked teams, our pit stops, all of that good stuff. Uh, So we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, welcome back to the I-70 football show where, you know, as always, we we talk about the Big Ten. We talk about Ohio State. We talk about Rutgers. We talk about Illinois. We talk about everybody. Uh, nobody is left out because they all matter. All Big Ten teams matter. Um, so let's let's preview next week's games. As, as I mentioned, it's not um, an amazing slate of games. Because a lot of teams are we on. Might um, we, we might be wrong. Well, about this. <laughs> I want to clarify. When I say it's not an amazing slate of games, I mean the games don't look good on paper. They're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to be fun to watch. They just like, you know, we've already had a top five matchup. Like, it's not like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so let's start with the most important game of the weekend. Michigan versus Northwestern. I need this, bro. I need them to win, and I hate it because I hate Michigan. Michigan. Oh. I, hate relying, <laughs> I hate relying on Michigan, but I need this. I need a top 10 ranked Michigan versus Michigan State. I need it to be at 730, the primetime game. I need college game day to be there. Like, okay. I, honestly, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I've been with you this entire time you brought it up. I, I've been with you, and I promise you. Michigan is gonna make you have a heart attack. They're gonna win this game, but you're gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell me if I'm stupid for this. I want this game more than I want a top ten ranked Michigan versus Ohio State matchup. No, I get what you mean. No. Nah. Nah. Cause like okay. I know because so, I know for a fact a top ten Michigan Ohio State game is a blowout for Ohio State. Yes. You so you get where I'm coming from. Yeah. Like I need this game. It's getting like, come on. The hype, the commercials, like spending all day talking about it. And then I if Michigan hope. loses, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Like no, if Michigan loses this that's game. Funny. That's funny because I think Michigan might, might be able to win that game. They oh, you can. talking about this Northwestern game? No. If they oh, lose Michigan State? Michigan no, I think Michigan, win, I think Michigan can beat Michigan State. They can, but if they lose, oh my gosh. 7-0, and 
number not number six ranked Michigan loses to their rival under Jim Harbaugh, sign me up. <laughs> I just don't need anything else. I don't need any. I don't need Ohio State to win a national title. I need Michigan to go seven and zero and lose to Michigan State. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think Michigan. Michigan's definitely gonna win this game, but I think they're gonna give everybody a heart attack. I really yeah. do think they are. Because they go, I think Michigan's going to be doing the exact same thing you're doing right now and looking ahead. Yeah, I just need them not to. Please, for once in your life, Michigan, don't disappoint. <laughs> I need a win. I need a win. Michigan State won. I don't care if it's ugly. Just win. Please. Michigan should win this game 45 to like 17. They should, which means they're not going to. No, they're not going or, to. Or, you know what's going to be better? They do. They're going to win this game 45-17, and like everyone's going to be like, Michigan's so good. They're going to blow Oh, and they get blown State. out by Michigan and, State. Oh. <laughs> There's nothing better than this. Like, this is this is just like, I'm alive right now. <laughs> like, like so, I just feel like, yeah, I need I'm this. I'm going to give my inter- prediction. Look at this man keeps thinking about next week. <laughs> uh, I think Michigan wins this family. game. I think Michigan's going to win this game 20 to 13. Um, I'm going to go. No, that's a good score. Do I want to go a little bit more than that? I'm going to go 23 17. Okay. It's the same score. It's the it's same exact about, score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I can see that one. I see that one happening. Yeah. So I just need Michigan to win this game. That's it. I don't think I'm asking too much, which means I'm asking everything because Michigan is still Michigan under Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, they but Northwestern, Northwestern sucks this year. Although they did beat Rutgers, we didn't talk about it uh, because we talked about Minnesota, which yeah. was literally the same exact game. But for Rutgers, it kind of made a little bit more sense because they played Michigan State, Ohio State, and Michigan back-to-back-to-back. That's demoralizing. We had already kind of gotten into that. Like, I wasn't surprised they lost that game because yeah. it's just hard. Like, yeah, I mean, it's going to be they, even harder. Hard, they've had a hard, rough schedule, yeah. rough three batches of games. It's going to be even harder to come back when you lost four straight, and mm-hmm. you would love to have seen them, like, you know. Is that guy lined up off sides? He a little, he a little up there. On defense? Um, yeah. 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 He looks yeah, like he, he got he got called offsides in the uh play earlier. Yeah, but it looks like he's lined up offsides. I could believe um, it. But yeah, so it's gonna be hard, you know. I I get it. We don't have to get back into that because it yeah. just kind of sucks. But um Northwestern, they won a game. They don't I won't say they have momentum because, you know, they're in a really tough season. But I do have Michigan winning this game. Um I think the most interesting game, and we kind of talked about it a little bit just because we went down Purdue's schedule, but Wisconsin versus Purdue. I mean, Purdue, like, you know, they're not in the best position. Iowa's still in the best position. Minnesota's still in a better position because Minnesota beat Purdue. But Purdue could win the West. They could. They Um, still could. And that, like, this is the game that they need to win. Um, And I think they will. Now that I see that this is in Purdue, like, Wisconsin has to go to Purdue. Do they? I didn't know that. If this is a home game for Purdue, I think Purdue wins this game. I think I agree with that. Let's pull it up. If I'm not mistaken, because it looks here that it says Wisconsin's going to Purdue. 
You are correct. Oh, see, yeah, yeah this might it's be a at way Purdue. For, 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 yeah, this might be a way for Purdue after beating Iowa in Iowa to come home to that crowd. <clears throat> oh my God, bro! Listen to this. I just mm-hmm. pulled this up on ESPN to look at it, and you know how they tell you their stats. Yeah. Listen, listen to the stats. This dude is eighty for a one hundred and forty-four, okay. eight hundred ninety-three yards, mm. two touchdowns, seven interceptions. Who is this? Graham Mertz. <laughs> Wisconsin's oh. losing, bro. Yeah. Good Wisconsin's Lord. losing. <laughs> that is Good so Lord. bad. That is so bad. Hey, yo! I two touchdowns, seven interceptions. Yeah. Two touchdowns in six games. That's yeah. No, that's just that's that's really atrocious. That's yeah. really I, pathetic. That's Purdue's really quarterback's pathetic. not much better. Like he's not playing great, but like, come on, that's bad. So yeah, I think Purdue wins this game. I think um, they they have a little bit of momentum. Yeah. They they do go through a tough stretch. We already went through it, so we still see them getting at seven and five. They they are gonna lose some games in a row, right. but I do think they kind of enact some revenge because Wisconsin usually wins this game. They're gonna feel pretty good about themselves, which is um, you know, pretty good. And uh, they're gonna make Wisconsin ask some tough questions because ultimately, like because we're in Big Ten play, Wisconsin has a long shot, but like. They could run the table and be at the nine and three and win the Big Ten West and like that kind of stuff is there. Losing to Purdue is going to be like that nail in the coffin kind of thing, Easy. especially when they still have to play Iowa and some other plays, uh, some other teams, where like I Wisconsin's really going to have to look in the mirror. And I really do think that starts this week with losing to Purdue. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, this is going to be the the gut check. For Wisconsin this week, whether they for win or sure. not, it's it's definitely going to be the uh, time to look inward and see like who are we. Yeah, and I I mean I'm I'm more confident than I would have been previously because they beat Iowa, mm-hmm. and sure you know you can say like there's going to be some some um some lag and some different stuff and whatever. I just don't know if I believe that. I do think like they seem to be a team on a mission, and that's not to say that they're going to you know be like win the Big Ten West and challenge Ohio State, all that other kind of stuff. But, like, seven and five, eight and four is very much in play, and yep. I think they're really going to go for that. Um, they they so, should. Yeah. Um, they I do should. think I do think Purdue wins this game. And I, I'm just going to say it. It's just going to be the same be exact close, score. Though. I think it's going to be a close be, game. Do you? Yeah. I, I think I, it's going to be the same score. 2015, but – oh, 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 um. 24 to 7. <laughs> 24 to 7. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I think it's going to be the same score, 24 to 7. It okay. may look different. It may look differently, but I, I think it's going to be yeah, I think it's going to be 24 to 7. Um I don't have a score for this one. I think this might be closer than that. I think it might be 21-15. You trust Wisconsin to put up 15? They put up 14 against Army. <laughs> I mean, they put up twenty-one. I mean, they put up twenty-one against Army. I mean, why not? Oh damn, it was only twenty. <laughs> yeah, against Army. You might, you might be onto something with that score. Yeah, uh, George Karloftis is going to murder Jim uh, Graham Mertz. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's just gonna. Like, I like. I I fumble. I can see a fumble six happening. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
I could see it. I, I think it's going to be around the same 20, 21, seven, 24, seven, something like that. Yeah. Um, so on to <clears throat> our last game, which just to give us something to talk about, um, Ohio state versus Indiana. Do you think Indiana can give Ohio state a scare? No. Is really the only question I have. Nope. You think no, it's I think a blowout? This is going to be a blowout. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I just even I, I mean Indiana's Indiana offense is good enough to give Ohio State's defense a good enough scare. And then I say that and probably watch what happened. Ohio State's going to play like buns on defense into like the last half of the third quarter going into the fourth. Yeah, I. <sighs> I don't know. I I think I'm bought back in to the defense, mainly yeah, because yeah. it's like an entirely different defense. Like they're making a, a whole lot of changes, um, which I find hilarious because that coach definitely said we're not changing nothing, and then Boldface lied in our like it just lied. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they needed to do. Yeah. So, uh, but I um, yeah, I think this is going to be a blowout. I don't think Indiana is going to be able to do much against Ohio State. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, and then that that's going to set us up for a really good Ohio State versus Penn State game. Well, let me not. No, lie. still, still good, still and, good, and, still good. Well, I want to, I want to <laughs> clarify. It's only going to be good if Sean Clifford's playing. Mm, okay. And we just don't know yet because Penn mm-hmm. State's on a bye week right now, and and as a lot of rest. right, but as a lot of coaches do, which I personally respect, they don't talk about injuries. So we don't know how injured he is. So it sets us up for a potentially really good Penn State game. Uh, if if Roberson is in the game, this is it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. So, but Sean Clifford, who is still not a good quarterback, I don't want anyone to get that mixed up. He will at least give Ohio State and this defense uh, he'll try a his test. Best. Yeah, he'll, because he'll he try his he best. gave Iowa's defense a test. I mean, he did. Yeah. We saw it. So he did. Ultimately. Until it happens, my biggest thing with Ohio State is who can stop them. The only team that beat them held them to 28 points, but they scored 35. And yeah. I just, like, can any of these teams score 35 points right now? I mean, I, I again, I think Michigan State can, but it's just. They can't. Are they going to? <laughs> no, I think they're going to, but they're also going to give up 50 points. That's just what I'm yeah. saying. Against Ohio State is what I'm saying. Yeah, I I still think Michigan State's the toughest test. The thing that's kind of scaring me, and obviously we'll get to that when we get closer to it, is they're just showing too much up and down. And I get it that some of these defenses may be better than Ohio State's or that Ohio Uh State's defense is is prone to a bad performance. Mm -hmm. But I just think Ohio State's coaches are good enough and the season matters enough like that's the one thing people were saying about Oregon. Like it's different, right? Like it's different losing an out of conference game because yeah. like those matter, but like you can stomach those a little bit. Like no one wants to lose in conference. Yeah, you, so like, I just don't see in your conference. Well, like I, I can give up yeah. a game against somebody that's, that doesn't matter. And, to me. and someone like Ohio state should never have that mindset, but they're human and that could sneak in there. I just don't see them having a bad game against a big 10 opponent which means that Big Ten opponent is just going to have to beat them. And that's the problem that I have. So, but it's going to be an interesting game. Um, the other big thing is who plays. If um, Jack Tuttle plays, I think that's his name. If he plays, who is actually, um, so fun fact, Ohio State fans, you may or may not know this. 
uh, Tuttle is the reason why Ohio State has Chris Olave. Mm. Because Ohio State went out to California to recruit him as quarterback, and they got out to the practice and said, who the hell is this wide receiver? And he is now he is now arguably the greatest wide receiver in Ohio State history. And Jack Tuttle is the backup. So that's just kind of crazy how like things how like recruiting works and how players' careers go and that kind of stuff. Like they were trying to recruit. Yeah, his name, yep, Jack Tuttle. He's I mean, six four, two hundred and twelve pounds. He was I think he was a four star quarterback. They went out there to recruit him and they found this skinny three star quarter uh wide receiver and he's if if he's not the best wide receiver yeah if he's not the best wide receiver in ohio state history he's top three and ohio state has had chris carter yeah yeah so yep so all right let's let's get let's move on um so we there's only five games this week again just because of bye week so we've already talked about three of them michigan versus northwestern um Wisconsin versus Purdue and Ohio State versus Indiana. The other two games are Maryland versus Minnesota and Illinois versus Penn State. Um, None of those games sound interesting, which means they're going to be amazing. Illinois is either going to beat Penn State or Maryland versus Minnesota is going to be like a a blowout. It's going to be like a 52 to like 48 or something crazy. Yeah, I think it's Uh, I think Minnesota and Maryland is going to be a high scoring game. But I think Penn State is definitely going to I don't think Illinois is going to win. It depends on who the quarterback is. I'm telling you, if that if that if that, if that, if that Roberson kid's out there, I don't know. He looked really bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and the thing is, if he is out there, he has he has what a week or two now of um preparation. Yeah. So it's the bye week, he yeah, should so, be better. Hopefully. Yeah, I think he might be more prepared. I think he was definitely thrown to the wolves there. Yeah, but like, you you only get so much credit for that when Caleb Williams was thrown to the wolves and replaced Spencer Rattler. Okay, like I'm not. I mean, not saying like obviously different level of quarterback, but like you got to be prepared. Uh, And maybe that's Penn State's fault. Like they're, you know how it goes. They're different logic. Um, This is actually interesting, and I don't want to go down this tangent too far. But I was listening to a podcast. And people were talking about how, like, some programs don't give their backups reps. And they only focus them. Yeah, they only focus them on the starters. And I'm like, that's stupid. This is not the NFL. And the NFL, yes. No, they give your your backups reps in the NFL, too, because it's always that next man up. No, the backups, well, not at quarterback, at least. No, backup quarterbacks no. don't get reps, but no. it's just like like there are some programs who genuinely just like make almost all the reps for the starters. I'm like, this is not the NFL. That is yeah. so dumb. You yeah, need to get everyone reps. These kids are already. 18, 19, and 20. Like, you don't have a 30 year old veteran backup who's had 10 years of experience that you can just throw in. Right. So, if, and who knows? But if that's what Penn State's doing, this is 100% their fault. Like you're not yeah. giving your backup reps. Like you're not preparing him for the game to where like if any any literally anything can happen, and you don't have a con- like he couldn't make a throw. So I just thought that was interesting that like like people were talking about that because that's like an NFL thing, and in college that makes no sense. You need to design your practice where everyone like maybe it doesn't have to be equal, but at least your twos are getting enough reps that they can play and be like 
good and and like minimal drop off. So ranked teams, um, Iowa didn't far fall that far. A couple teams moved up a little bit. Ohio State's number five, Michigan's number six, Penn State's number seven, Michigan State's number nine, and Iowa's number eleven. So it's still oh oh I forgot one. Purdue's ranked. Are they now? Yeah, Purdue's number twenty five. Oh, nice. So we have six teams now, and ranked. So, you know, staying pretty solid with that. I I was wondering if they were going to do that because Purdue has a a rank win. And we're, and I mean, there's teams with two L's that are ranked right now. So I was like, I wonder if they were going to give them a ranking. They did. They did. Mm. They're number 25, which is fair. Mm. And with the way this season is going, not that they're going to jump up into like the teens, but the way the season is going, they may get, you know, like, well, maybe they'll jump like like eight. they they have a chance to get up to like eighteen ish, just because every single week teams like lose. I think this week, like eleven top twenty five teams lost or something like that. Mm. Like these teams are just losing every week, so like they're not going to jump up to like twelve, but they could be anywhere from like twenty five to eighteen ish okay. uh, if they keep winning. So that's pretty solid. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, at all. I really, and that's definitely a bold, really that's a bold win right there. Yeah, for sure. I really don't have too many p- complaints about the top twenty-five um, at this point. No. Michigan, Ohio, Michigan, Penn State, and, and Michigan State—they're going to keep them in that level. I still think Michigan State should be over Michigan, but I can't say that every single week. They're obviously brand. I put Michigan like State that. over uh, uh, Penn State. <clears throat> I would, I would too, but like I think that's a brand thing, which comes into the ranking. So whatever. Um, Alabama over Ohio State, we knew was going to happen. I'm glad that yeah, they I, I would I would have Ohio State in front of Alabama, and I'm an Alabama fan, guys, and I would I would have Ohio State in front of them, not Michigan, because Michigan is not better than Alabama. We could just be honest about no, all that. They're not, <laughs> but I would have Ohio State ahead of them because the yeah. the loss the loss Ohio State has is a rank loss, and so in Alabama does has an unranked loss. So I have <clears throat> that's how I would have it, but. It would just be those two switches because I can't put Penn State, Michigan State, or Michigan ahead of Alabama as a better team. They're just not. No, not at all. I, I get that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you ready? You ready for pit stops? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. You you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, I'm gonna go first because okay. all right. So, and the reason why I'm, I just came up with my pit stop right before we started recording is because I was watching the Browns game and. And again, I'm a Steelers fan. Y'all can't see me, but I got my whole Steeler, Steeler fit on right now watching this game. I'm having a good time. Hopefully, we can keep this up. But these reps are terrible across the board. College, pros, we could probably say high school, but they're just terrible. And I think it's really ridiculous that players, because in a way, refs are like, co- like co-workers for NFL players, right? Pretty much. Yeah, and yeah. I can't complain. I I can't complain about them. I'm gonna get fined money if I complain about them doing a bad job. And I mean, just some of this stuff is like egregious. And is it like especially today where they caught a uh, roughing the passer on somebody on the Browns, and Kyle Murray was barely touched, didn't fall to the ground, and even Kyle Murray didn't look for a flag. He threw the ball and looked at and kept it pushing. And they threw a flag saying roughing the passer. He didn't touch the ground, nothing. Like, bro was bumped with his chest a little bit. 
and they threw a flag. And I'm like, these just refs all over the board. And we and I think fans have been complaining about refs for years, I, as, as long as I've been born. And it's just it's I'm just sick of it. I feel like people, I feel like coaches, players of of all levels from high school up should be able to be like, hey, look, these refs are doing a bad job. Because then who keeps them accountable? I'm I gotta Nobody. keep myself accountable and stuff like that. But who keeps refs accountable on their bad job? I mean, <clears throat> no one, honestly. Yeah, and, that's and they the... can continue to do this bad job, and that's not. And then you, especially when they want to try to be a part of the game, when everyone, including them, knows no one cares. So then, when no one holds them accountable, they can still try to butt into games, and it's it's bad. It makes games. It makes games. It makes people not want to watch games sometimes because it's like there's a chance that a play a person who is not playing in this game for real can dictate what happens. Like last week or two weeks ago, when the Steelers played the uh, Green Bay, and they called all sides on Joe Hayden and Minka on that uh, block field goal, that changed the whole dynamic of the game. We were deflated after that, and we yeah, could have won. We, that that was that was a touchdown. So it was just like it just. It, I, I I'm sorry. I, I just I sometimes just hate refs of all kinds. Yeah, it's it's very unfortunate because, like you said, no one's holding them accountable, and that's the hardest part. Like, I understand the job is hard, right? Like, I started roughing basketball. Uh, I'm like, I get it's hard, and you miss some kind of stuff, and everyone has their own philosophy. But at the highest level, mm-hmm. like someone, and I get like the little bit, like, oh, I want to like protect them a little bit because there's Twitter, social media, TV, all these other kind of people. No, because no one's protecting players from that. No one's protecting players from that. And that's that's a good, that's a good point. Like at the end of the day, they need to do their job. And also I'm going to just be completely honest. Like it's too hard to be an NFL ref, which is why all of them are like 70. Like, there and that's what blows be. my mind too, because a lot of them have twenty five years experience and stuff like that, and it's still. And I mean, it just be bad. Some of the stuff you just see, it just be and I just blank bad, and you're like, I just how think are you gonna ref this long? And just I just think up. they struggle to keep up with the game. Players are faster, they're stronger, they miss stuff, and 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 also they they're focused on the wrong things. Like when you're watching to see if there's any sort of roughing the passer on every single play. And and you have to look, do they go low? Do they go high? Did they put their full weight on the quarterback? That kind of stuff, you're missing what's going on in the line of scrimmage. You're missing mm-hmm. the other things. Like, the focus is on the wrong stuff. It happens in college. When your focus is on targeting, like, like targeting, in my opinion, just shouldn't be called on the field at all. Because now that they have the ability to have the, re- the replays call it, just don't call it on the field. And let the reps focus on other stuff because now you got to look at how did they tackle them? Did they go high? Did they hit them with the crown? Like that kind of stuff. And I'm not an anti-targeting person. I think there's some needs to be some like changes to the rules and some like minor things or whatever, but like the premise of it is really good, but there's the, the focus is on some of the wrong stuff. Like the focus is now on taunting. So now you're watching, did they celebrate too hard? So like, I agree a hundred percent. Like they're not doing the right part of the job. The rules are stupid, and so, there's yeah, absolutely no one holding them accountable. 
Yeah, like, and that's what you're saying. Like they have a lot to, uh, they have a lot to watch out for, and that's that's something I don't blame them for. I blame the rules, and like you said, yep. some of these rules are really, really dumb, including the taunting one. It's a stupid rule. We are human beings who like this. We 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 talk a lot, especially with sports. There's a lot of trash talk in sports. So to try to be like, no, we want we we don't want people to do that. It's it's kind of just it's counterproductive because it's we're humans. It's just competing humans do that you you can't it, there's no way to really control that like you can but to a certain extent i just think it would make a make a better game if players are able to express themselves because then when they're able to do it they don't do it as much because they have the freedom to do it yeah here's the um the funniest thing about taunting right mm-hmm. the nfl changed the rules so if you get an if you get an interception or a fumble, you can run ninety five yards to your end zone, yep. and take a picture. Yep, the whole team can do it. Yep, but you can't clap in somebody's face. Like that's Stupid. just like that I don't want to say I don't want to say that too loud because they're gonna hear that and be like, oh, well, we should stop letting them celebrate in the end zone. Like they're not gonna go with the right thing. Like they're not yeah, gonna the right way to it. go like, about it. Oh, yeah. like. But it's like it's just so funny. Like you can't clap in someone's face or flex on them. But literally, if they're on the five, about mm-hmm. to score a touchdown, and you get an interception, you can run ninety-five yards full sprint to the end zone to take. While doing stuff like this too, like you could wave your arms around and stuff like that to go take that picture, and it's completely okay. It doesn't make any sense. And it's it, like your rules just don't even go together. Like nope. it's just yeah. dumb. It's dumb. Yeah, it's bad. I agree 100%. It's just really unfortunate. It's And it makes it very tough to watch, um, especially, like, the taunting one because, like, that one changes the, the whole outcome of the game. Yep. The other thing that I don't like is that, um, which we can go on this forever, so we're going to have to move on. Why is the NFL defensive pass interference a spot foul? That's like a 60-yard penalty sometimes. Mm-hmm. Why can't it just, like, it's and already then, But, but pass, pass, offensive pass interference is only, what, 10 yards? Something like that. It's yep. already bad enough that, like, even a five-yard penalty for the defense can be an automatic first down. Like, almost half of the penalties you can get on defense uh, create automatic first downs, which is a problem in itself. But why is there should be a pass I feel like on defense there should be a lot more like if you you if you if you mess up on offense like offensive pass interference should be a loss of down because you get a first down for a defensive pass interference so I feel like you should lose a down for the vice versa. Yeah, um, like it should be something that that's a little bit more like equal, like yeah, because it's not like, equal. Equitable. It's not equal. Holding, so a- I feel like you should you should lose. I should think you should lose more than. You said ten yards for holding. Yeah. You should lose twenty. Because it, it happens so much. It happens so much. You should lose a lot more yards. Yeah, like something. And like I'm, I I go the opposite way, and that they should just like reduce some of the like there shouldn't be as many automatic first downs. Because I think mm-hmm. like what you're saying makes sense. I just think that's like that's gonna ruin the game even more. Okay. Um, especially especially in the NFL because like NFL team gets a holding penalty and they punt. I would love to see the data. They just stop being aggressive, which is so stupid. Like it's first and twenty and they just like, we're gonna get five yards and punt. It's like you can pick up twenty yards, dog. Like 
your drive doesn't have to stall. So I think if they pushed it back more, it would be even worse. I just mm. think they should get rid of some of the automatic first downs for defense and defensive pass interference needs to be a 15 yard penalty from the spot of the ball and not yeah. the spot of the foul from the line of scrimmage yeah. and not the spot of the foul. 15 yards for that is a lot anyways, but like that should also be 10 probably, but it definitely shouldn't be a spot foul where you can mm. chuck it up 60 yards down the field, get a pass interference and you just get 60 free yards. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. And that's that's a I don't think I've done it in a while, but that's how uh Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of his success from. Just chucking yep. the ball up and it's been pass interference. It's literally a strategy now. Just throw it short. Like if your receiver's not open, throw it short and he'll run through the defender, automatic pass interference. So my let, let's move on so we're not here forever. My pit stop is is bad quarterbacks in college football. Um, I understand it's hard, but especially in the Big Ten, why? Why does no one have a good quarterback? Like I just don't understand. And I know that this year is slightly different than most, where like even some of the good teams don't seem to have a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. But there are no good court. There are fourteen teams in the Big Ten, and one of them has a good quarterback. And they actually have four. No one else. It's just like, I just don't understand it. Like, the Big Ten needs a whole philosophy switch. Like, you need quarterback. Like, you look at players in the Big Ten. This is actually like, if you look at, like, the best wide receivers in the NFL, like the top ten wide receivers in the NFL, like, half of them are from Big Ten schools. Like, like Stephon Diggs, Maryland. Uh, Michael Thomas, Ohio State. Um, 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 who's the other really good? Like, there's a there's a bunch of them. Um, Allen Robinson, Penn State. Um, there's a lot of them who are from Ohio State. Who are like Rondell Moore, who's like a freaking phenom for the Cardinals. Purdue. There's a lot of really like top wide receivers right now who came from the Big Ten. Uh, people don't know that because they don't pay attention. Also, because they all True. sucked in college because there's <laughs> no freaking good quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, yeah. They get drafted second, third, or fourth round because they have 1,500 yards for their three-year career because no one can throw the ball to them. Then they get to the league, and they're like, oh, these players are good. Terry McLaurin, which, I mean, he had a good, decent quarterback because he was at Ohio State, but just another really good wide receiver. That's from the big yeah. Um But, yeah, so it's just like – why? Like, what are you like? Are you not trying, or are you like not good at recruiting? Is it your offensive philosophy? Do you like why are there like literally? I write this big thoughts column, and every single week it feels like there's a new wide receiver who had 200 yards or three touchdowns or some crazy feat. Every other week there's a running back who ran for 150 yards through touch. Like there are good players, and none of them are quarterbacks. Yeah. It is it it is slim pickings at the quarterback position this year, and but it's always like that in the big yeah, it's like, always, like over past history, but especially this year, it's slim pickings, very slim pickings. And I I really just wish that like um, that they would stop doing that because some of these teams, um, like again, like I'm not wishing for Ohio State to lose. And I know sometimes the things that I say can sound like that because it's hard because, like, I like the whole conference and I just like good football. So it's yeah. like, I, do you just want Ohio State to lose? It's like, not really. But, like, they could be better. 
you want teams to be competitive. You want it to be competitive. Yeah. So the um, <clears throat> the um, Big Ten Quarterback of the Year award, right? Mm-hmm. It's been around for ten seasons. Guess how many times an Ohio State quarterback has won it? Seven. Eight. Ah, I was gonna say eight. I keep doing that. I'd be so close. I Do you know the eight. only the only quarterbacks that won it were? I'm gonna say Russell probably, Wilson. I was gonna say Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, and Connor Cook. Michigan State. That's it. And Ohio State's going to win it again this year. And it's like, yeah, Ohio State's quarterbacks are good, but they're not that good because Mm -hmm. up until recently, they haven't had any NFL success. Ohio State also hasn't had really good quarterbacks until recently. Like, we're just now starting to get quarterbacks who are like, okay, this guy may be decent in the NFL. Dwayne Haskins, I don't know if he's going to be great, but if he gets his head on his shoulders and he sticks with Pittsburgh, he could potentially replace Big Ben. I don't know how you feel about that, but he is talented. Um, I, he would have to. He would have to really show me that he can do it. That's my only thing. But but he's at least good enough to be a career backup, which is yeah. better than most Ohio State yeah. quarterbacks recently. So whatever, he's he's good enough to be in the NFL. Justin Fields has potential to be an NFL superstar. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's going to be an MVP or that kind of stuff. I think he has that potential, but he has a lot to learn. But, like, he's – like, we're starting to get those quarterbacks, but we haven't had those recently. So why can no one else get a good quarterback? Like, what, like what is – and even the ones like Graham Mertz, four-star, ass. So is mm-hmm. it, like, are you bad at recruiting? Can you not develop? Is it your scheme? Which yes, it is your scheme. Your scheme it sucks. Is, it, it might Get just be twenty first century. Really like, just, it really just sounds like a combination of everything. Oh, good lord, we're giving up runs like crazy. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just I, tired of it. It's just like it's cute to be like, oh, Big Ten football is defense and it's running and da da da. That's fine. Get a quarterback. Yeah, still need quarter, good quarterback play. Still needed. There's so many quarterbacks in this country, like, and it's just like they, and that's the thing. Like, I'm not saying it has to be an NFL quarterback, but how many teams have quarterbacks who are great college quarterbacks and just don't get drafted or just don't do good in the NFL? Like, I'm not, I'm not like there are only 32 NFL starting quarterback jobs. He doesn't have to be amazing. No, but, but he has like, to just be good enough to like. He has to be able to win you a game. Compete in this in this in in college at least got to be good in college because it's like it can't always just be one school it can't be like like I think Penn State like Sam Darnold came a little too early for Penn State like if Penn State had Sam Darnold if Penn State had Sam Darnold right now how would you feel yeah, about them they they'd probably be they could they'd probably be the best team in the Big Ten. Like, Sam Darnold came a little bit too early because he came with those sanctions and they hadn't fully built them. But if they had Sam Darnold, I would be a lot more scared as an Ohio State fan. And Sam Darnold was a two-pack of ass in the NFL. But, like... Ah, That's not fair because he was with the Jets, right? Come on, man. And he's he's playing a little bit better. But, like, like... And again, again, though, I'm not saying your quarterback has to be as good as Sam Darnold. Where's Connor Cook at? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, where's like you can't get another Connor Cook, 
Like, you can't get it in a Connor Cook. Connor Cook did not lose Michigan State many games. Yes, no. you could say, oh, it's because they had the defense. It's because they had Le'Veon Bell. No, he was a good. Yeah. No, he was a good quarterback. He was a good. quarterback. He was. I'm not telling you your quarterback has to be your best player. You can still get your Le'Veon Bells if you want. You can still have your Kenneth Walkers, whatever. But also, like, I hate to break it to you, your running backs aren't that good either. Like, they're not as good as you think they are for you not to have a good quarterback. Yeah, I don't so, understand what's going on. I really don't. That's. I just wish that they would just, like, find a good quarterback. Same. Fire. That's my thing. Fire everyone in the Big Ten West. Fire your coach. And when you hire a new coach, make sure he hires a good quarterback coach. Recruit good quarterbacks. The Big Ten's going to be better to watch. It's going to be more entertaining. And here's the thing. Here's the thought. We're going to be more we're going to rival the SEC more because we have teams that are just as good or better. The Big Ten needs like they need to do it now because yeah, when there's a twelve team playoff, when there's a twelve team playoff, the Big Ten could get three or four teams in. If they have good quarterbacks, you could get yeah. in Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan. Even, and, and the thing like, is you could probably still do that do with bad quarterbacks. It's just like how far will you go? But then right now there's not that many good quarterbacks, but if they did twelve team it's like eight. You're right. You're right. But then they get blown out. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, how far would they go? So just like, was that? So it's just like, come on, dog. Just please get a good quarterback. That's all I ask. One, two teams. It only takes like two teams, really. Something. It just can't be Ohio State. So (laughs) that's all I, that's all I have. Refs, refs are bad. Quarterbacks are bad. Uh, the Big Ten is still interesting. Um, I mean, it's been a great season. I, it's been a really good season for football. Clemson sucks, so there's that. Oh, come on. They're going to lose this week to Pitt, and I'm going to love it. Can't wait. So, that's that's it. That's the show for us this week. Uh, as always, thank you for traveling I-70 with us. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a five-star review and mention Dante and I. You can find me on Twitter at JordanW330. Uh, and you can, Dante, do you know it today? Where can they find you at? I don't know it today. Dante M10216. Yep, look at it. Ah, I didn't even have to look, bro. Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> so follow us on Twitter, um, leave a review, and we will talk to you next week. Peace.